This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered legal, medical, or mental health advice. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the podcast and are not intended to malign any religion, group, club, organization, business, individual, anyone, or anything. Sarah here. Here's a short preview of a bonus episode. You can hear the whole thing on Patreon. And fun fact, every time someone joins our Patreon party, they get access to all new episodes ad-free. See the show notes to learn more or go to patreon.com slash a little bit culty. We've got some stories to tell, yeah, I bet. and you've got exposure to a lot of the curriculum. I know nothing about One Asian. Probably because you're not Asian. Well, no. Also, <laughs> it was kind of a short-lived company, right? Right. Wasn't it? What was it like? I would say the first probably day and a half was just duplicate of the Jeunesse curriculum. It's all this, it was all the same about being a woman. And then the day and a half after was about like what we have in common with men. I think that's kind of how they used it to bridge. And then the one module I'll never forget was called Optimal People of the Future. It was one of the last modules of the weekend. And basically the premise was if you're an Asian woman, you have the optimal elements of being a man and the optimal elements of being a woman. You can be both masculine and nurturing and you're an optimal person of the world. So that made us feel good, obviously, at the end of that. Uh, Now, I didn't didn't sign up like and and stick around and do the monthly curriculum like I did with Jeunesse. Yeah, that was the weekend. It was essentially saying that Asian women were more masculine than most women? I think so, from what I remember, yeah. And so what was what was the justification, do you remember, or like the premise of why, I guess, Keith stole it or thought it? We'll never know. I would say both. Yeah. Yeah, what was the trait that he said that was more masculine that you were raised with or nurtured in you that, that he, was optimal? Was it discipline? Yeah, yes. Yeah, stuff around that. I don't, uh, yeah, I, a lot of it is fuzzy. I'm not going to yeah. remember it, but I remember there being a module where... Like if it's, it's not cool for women to cry, but Asian women have the ability to hold in our emotions if we want to, or we can show emotions and be vulnerable. And either way, that's a strength. Now he was saying Mm. that because you were Asian or because that was an effect of Asian cultures and indoctrination in Asian cultures. I think the latter. Okay. Yeah. I obviously wasn't there, but I, because I was in sales, I had to learn a little bit of the pitch. And if I recall correctly, and tell me if this resonates, Sandra, it was also like kind of the stereotype of how Asian children are raised to like have good grades and be very like, you know, piano lessons every day. Like there's a yeah. very structure, right? Very like performance based. And so you don't get to cry and you don't get to have tantrums and you have to suck it up and perform. Yeah. Right? 100%. So, which yeah. well, some of that is true, but it's well, like to take to take that stereotype, yeah. turn turn that into curriculum. Fuck, man! Like and, and extend yeah. it to an entire. <laughs> demog- money on to, that to extend it to an entire demographic of people and call it a trait. Yeah, how do you feel about that now? <laughs> like, oh my god! Like I, I'm actually so glad. Like because the whoever, yeah, that the founders of One Asian like ran such a tight ship. As soon as they heard all this stuff about DOS. They're like, oh, we need to shut this shit down. Like immediately all the social yeah. media went down. The website went down. Like, And they're like, Sandra, you got to take down all your posts. <laughs> yeah. like, they did a really good job of just, yeah, just shutting it all down. And, and I think that's why you don't hear a lot of it or you don't hear any of it actually in the media. I heard very little about it when we were in. Like I didn't know who was in it. and Yeah, it was like a good secret. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was a good only, secret. only available to us. Yeah, the secret Asian group. <laughs> 
there is actually one woman who was a part of that. I'm not going to say her name in case she gets out, but who's still in DOS and who's still active in Vancouver, who I used to coach, and she won't speak to me. I think I know who it is. Yeah, I think you know. Well, I, you know, it's yeah. also, it, it's, it's manipulative, the whole yeah. thing, because it, it, it bends the truth a little bit and it leverages the truth. 100%. For what gain? So he's, he's trying to make all of you feel so special, right? Like this is like, it's love bombing through your gender and your race. Like you are the, yeah. cho- you are the, cho- you are the most, what did he call it? Optimal people optimal of the future. Pe- optimal people of the future. Wow. I mean, if anyone's going to change the world. It's Asian women. It's Asian women. <laughs> and it's in your head. I mean, maybe it's true even. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's leveraging identity politics, immutable characteristics and saying that your immutable characteristics are your assets. As opposed you feel to special. as opposed to being an individual. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah, because you can frame all of this yeah. stuff as yeah. the, as yeah. a strength or a weakness. Right. right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's a great point. You could say because of those things, you're too structured. You're not. Yeah. Totally. You could. God damn. Uh,